I didn't see you there, Internet. Welcome to Updated Autopsy Report, a podcast from Yotsuben and Friends, where we replay the entire Ace Attorney series with longtime fans and newcomers. I'm your host, Ben, and with me today is Desi. Hello. And two good friends of ours, Tiago. Yeah. And Rose. Hi. Desi and I are the longtime fans, and Rose and Tiago are the newcomers. We hope that through both of our perspectives, as we play through the series, it'll reveal new details and provide interesting commentary for a series that's near and dear to us. Today, we have all played chapters three and four of Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright, colon, Ace Attorney. And this one is a doozy. Uh, so, my summary. Leighton, Phoenix, Maya, and Luke all begin their investigation, uh, their two-week investigation, to help defend Aspella. And to do that, they first deem it important to get a good night's rest back at the bakery. Luke and Maya, however, can't sleep and take it upon themselves to go looking for Aspella's missing cat, Eve. Along the way, they bump into Darklaw, standing in front of a mysterious bell tower. She teases that there's one unsolved case in all of Labyrinthia, the murder of an alchemist. Maya and Luke find the cat and then head home. The next day, Leighton is summoned to meet the storyteller, so he and Luke head that way, while Phoenix and Maya go visit Espella in her cell. They ask her why the townsfolk have such suspicion and animosity for her, and just before she's about to tell them, we cut back to Leighton and Luke. There, they meet the storyteller, who asks them how they arrived in Labyrinthia, and reveals that the story is about to end very soon, with the destruction of Bazella, the Great Witch. We then cut back to Phoenix and Maya, and Espella reveals she is the storyteller's daughter, and that people fear getting involved with her because it could mean they'll be killed by a witch, as has happened in the past. Phoenix and Maya take this news in stride, as it's nothing they haven't heard before, and decide to go investigate the alchemist's house, as they know the importance of solving unsolved cases, no matter how unrelated they appear. Here, they meet the alchemist's butler, John Gray Earl, who shows them around the house. We then jump back to Leighton and Luke, and the storyteller teases that due to their interference, the next parade and trial would happen in two days instead of two weeks. Lastly, he prophesies that a man from afar would fall to a golden curse, and a woman from afar would be tried as a witch. Assuming these to be Phoenix and Maya, Leighton and Luke rush to the alchemist's house. Of course, Dealing with prophecy is a messy business. As Leighton rushes into the house, he is seemingly turned into a gold statue with a witch's staff laying at Maya's feet. She's arrested and immediately brought to trial. In court, Phoenix prepares with Espella, who gets to be his plucky bridge bunny this time around. Again, five wacky witnesses are testifying, except this time, Luke is also one of them. The young lad has gotten swept up into the crowd's mob justice and demands Phoenix find who turned Leighton to gold. Through a comical series of events, we break down several testimonies, cross-examine a parrot again, and eventually get Jean Grey Earl on the stand. Did you assume that Butler meant Jean was a guy? So did everyone else. And through a slightly messy scene, we reveal that Jean was actually describing herself, at, disguising herself as a man to hide her true witch colors so that the townsfolk wouldn't be suspicious. Despite all this, the court Case also sheds light that the alchemist did not get murdered by Jean, uh, but instead killed uh, the alchemist, excuse me, killed himself, leaving a grim suicide note. 
However, Jean is still a witch and needs to get burned, so they try to toss her in anyway. But Aspella confesses to being Bazella and says, if you burn me, then this is all over and you don't need to burn any more witches, right? Everyone shrugs, does not give a definitive answer, and tosses Aspella into the Iron Maiden burning machine. Maya, however, refuses to accept this ending and jumps into the way, helping Aspella get free, but at the cost of her own life as she gets lowered into the flames. Phoenix wails in agony as Maya Fey dies at the hands of some weirdo indoctrinated Renfair LARPers, and the Ace Attorney series ends here forever. Damn. Uh, so now you understand why it was so important that we played Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright. It's been a nice podcast, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for coming. It's a shame that Maya went into the the nacho cheese dip, which is <laughs> definitely real and I totally would... not a stage prop now that I know that Maya went into it. I think this is the part where I have to like definitively say to myself, yeah, I'm being a Truman Show. This can't be happening. But also, like... <laughs> That's exactly what someone in shock would do, is just say, like, oh, yeah, I'm being a Truman Show. This isn't happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so a lot of shit happened in this case, huh? Yeah, I kept trying to edit my summary down further and further and cut more and more out, and uh, it still ended up being massive. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot of yeah, things I mean, happened yeah, in these two chapters. We can all agree we're getting Truman Showed at this point. Um... It would be wild if at the very end they actually are dying and then we just bring them back to life. But then, like, they actually say, no, but for real, though, all of these deaths did happen. Yeah, we're just hitting a magic undo button somewhere at the end, you think? (laughs) Maya did die for real, but she's okay now. Um, So, uh... She got better. She got better. Um... God, there's so much shit happening. I don't even... So, like, we start Let's, off with, like... We could, we, yeah, we could start with the investigation phase first, I guess. This first chunk of walking around the town, right? Yeah, lots of things... Lots of things happened. We got to hang out with Maya and Luke, which is, like, not what I expected, but also a really charming experience of just hanging out with the two sidekicks. Extremely cute. Just great stuff. We find out what Luke's special power is. Yay. I... So here's why I'm teasing it. Yeah. Last, yeah. last episode. <laughs> I thought for sure that Luke would have used it while talking to Eve the cat in the earlier chapter, which is why I thought they weren't going to mention it. Luke can talk to animals and he just can. They never explain this. He just uh, does that. It's just does... something that it's just a British thing. But not even other British people could do it. Only him. <laughs> He's got the Dr. Doolittle gene. He's got the I just think it's a little unfair that Luke can still talk to animals, but Maya can't spirit channel. I mean, mm-hmm. Maya can't. She just doesn't want to. She could. She. Okay, so. <laughs> if she tried to spirit channel the woman we just burned last time, you could figure this out really quick by whether you could spirit channel that woman or not. She's not intelligent enough for that. <laughs> I mean, she. I, we could solve this. Honestly, I. There's a, a moment where, like, so Professor Layton gets turned to gold. Professor Layton is the murder victim here. Mm-hmm. Um, his arm just, like, fucking breaks off. Like, it's a part of the case that his arm breaks off and goes missing. And then they just, yeah. like, glue him back together and they're like, it's great that he's fun now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's, Thank like, God a- nothing terrible happened. <laughs> yeah, he'll be great. 
But there's a, a part where Maya's like, oh, don't worry, he'll definitely be back when we need him. And I'm like, Maya, are you gonna... <laughs> Are you, are you gonna do this. it, Maya? <laughs> Maya, she are you... Uh, that'd be actually kind of wild if Maya fucking channeled Layton. That would be so fucking funny. <laughs> See Maya turn into a Lego figure? Um, I, honestly, I, if if Maya didn't get put on trial this case, I was gonna bring up that it was weird that she hadn't got put on trial for murder yet, so yeah. I'm glad it's we got here. It's just a rite here. of passage. Yeah, it's a, like it's... looks at the looks at my watch. Mm, yeah, we're due. Yeah, we're due. I just I felt like it was about time. It hadn't <laughs> happened yet. I was like, mm, man, weird that this hasn't gone on. Yeah, so like we investigate with Luke and Maya go find a cat, and then after that, I don't remember what happens, but I do remember that they have to split up because <laughs> Phoenix oh, is allowed. I blacked out. <laughs> what? You're like I forget what happens because you blacked out. I, I solved some up. puzzles. Yeah, we saw some cute puzzles with Maya and Layton. Maya does several references to other Ace Attorney games that I wasn't prepared for. She says Safari, referencing yeah. the- that's wild what she said. I was like, wait, what the fuck? You're aware of the past? <laughs> she says it multiple times this game. She's said it like once or twice before already. Uh, oh. She says it like, I think a total of five times throughout this entire game. I, uh, it's wild. Um... It, it just it's a strange experience. I really enjoy the experience, but I also can't remember anything about it. It is blacked out of my mind. Um So they have to like split up, right? Because Phoenix is the only one that has the right to see Espella in the jail cell and Layton can't because he's not a defender or whatever. And so, he like, was also summoned by the storyteller as well. Yeah. So he's they, like, Well, I guess this is a good bit, pretty good opportunity to talk to the head honcho. I should take it. Yeah, no. Uh, so he goes to, like, the Storyteller's Tower. The tower has the same sun symbol that was inside of the library where they had the secret underground mural. Probably no connection. Um. It's probably fine. Probably right. Yeah. So the Storyteller is objectively like, yeah, you two aren't supposed to be here, and neither is a fucking lawyer or that ghost girl, so I'm gonna kill one of you. And Layton goes, wait, what? Does he mention... (laughs) Does he mention Phoenix and Maya? Because he, the person he talks about is uh, Carmine, right? Where he's like, that guy's not supposed to be here, and now you guys are here, and you know him. Oh. Uh, I don't remember him mentioning Phoenix and Maya. I yeah, kind of just, I kind of grouped up the the Leighton Phoenix group. Yeah. Uh, yeah it, makes, he... it makes sense, but also I'm like, if nothing, if it's not explicitly said, I'm kind of like sus of it. I'm like, what, what are you going to the... pull? On me, you yeah, stupid game. <laughs> yeah, they're being sneaky, but yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure he only mentions Layton and then Carmine. I'm pretty sure those are the only ones he mentions directly in that conversation. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's like, also just as a little fuck you, I'm gonna speed up the time for the next parade and court case. That's gonna be two days instead of two weeks. You thought you had some <laughs> luxury, uh, but instead, nope. It's the usual Ace Attorney time frame. Yep. And also, uh, one of you will die tonight. Uh, yeah. A man from afar is going to be turned to gold. Fall, fall foul of a golden curse. I think we can fix him. Um. So, Layton does the thing where he's like, we gotta go rescue our new friends, and Luke's like, you got it, Professor, I'm a little British lad. <laughs> um, as he always states. As he always states. And Al gives him a letter, which is important, because yeah, that's just evidence for the case. That part's strange. Here's the thing that gets me, is the fact that, like, they had to come up with an artifice to, like, 
for Layton to realize how, where exactly Phoenix is. Because Phoenix goes and investigates the Alchemist's house because that is a case from three months ago that was never resolved. And he thinks to himself, hmm, that's probably related to our case right now. Despite <laughs> having no basis for that. Was there, what was the actual fucking, like, connection that Phoenix made? Because I can't remember. Uh, just don't gotta, worry about it. Just gotta solve <laughs> unsolved cases. He knows. Yeah, no, it it really is just that. I think they're like, this is the only like, because they say like, hey, we can't go anywhere else. Basically, this is the only unsolved case in all of Labyrinthia. I bet it's important somehow, and that's that's practically it. I bet, I bet there's a lot of cases they think that got solved that didn't got solved. These muppets, <laughs> these evidence evidence tampering muppets, simply love throwing each other into the Doritos pit. <laughs> they are all about it. Chekhov's unsolved murder. Yeah, like, they <laughs> they definitely burned a bunch of innocent puppets. So, Christ yeah. alive. So, Phoenix and Maya are investigating the alchemist's house. There's a butler who comes out named Dean Grey Earl. And the line that gets me here is the one that fucks me up the most, which is Maya going, Wow, this is the first real butler I saw, and I thought to myself, wait, that's not true, Maya, you saw the other one, and then I remember the other one was Shelly the fucking killer, and I was like, oh yeah, I guess that wasn't really a butler. <laughs> also, <laughs> the other also, butler was the one from the um, hotel as well. He <laughs> wasn't a butler, hotel. he was a bellboy. He was, yeah, that's that right. was a bellboy. He was a bellboy, you got me there. <laughs> there you go. So this <laughs> is the you know first Jean real... Is, or Jean is going to be important because... Um, they look like a fun, they look like a fucking fire emblem character. Yeah, yeah, she's of the uh the ruling anime people class and so yeah. is the uh dead uh alchemist who was her- horribly murdered apparently. This um, guy we've never heard of before. Or so they say. Also they're like, "Oh, obviously only women can be witches. Men can't do any magic." And I was like, yeah. "Cool. I guess we didn't know that." And I was like, "I you figure out it's Jane pretty quickly because this is a case where you figure out the answer really quick and then you have to like slog through all the Muppets like arguing with you and like <laughs> yeah. random Fire Emblem characters just being like uh 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 jump through these hoops um so it wasn't a surprise it was more of just sort of like I know how it happened I have this evidence please let me present it I think um, uh, but I, I was like oh diversity win Men can do magic. <laughs> oh no! Okay. Yeah. So men, yeah. so men are men are weak in this in this universe, except for the storyteller. I get the storyteller objectively doing magic. Just yeah, saying. No, that's not magic, though. You know, it's it's storytelling. Mm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not Alchemy, magic. If you're also, God. not magic. I guess. Um. So, like. No, what? yeah, alchemy is magic based, so they don't count that. No, alge- alchemy is not magic. Explicitly, algebra. Al- algebra is not magic. Explicitly stated. Alchemy is by- alchemy is not magic because we are um, providing a service that the Muppets of the community deem useful, and therefore exactly. cannot possibly be magic. <laughs> alchemy isn't magic because men can do it. Ooh. Mm. Uh, did anyone? I immediately saw Jean Grey Earl, and I was like, is that a little girl? Like, what What are you? Like, I, I immediately assumed... <laughs> you were fooled. You were not Tiago fooled. homophobic moments. Right? <laughs> so, last episode, dear listeners, we talked about Rose Jr.'s bowl cut. 
Yeah, <laughs> this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. I've, that was that was kind of what my, I looked like. Straight Listen, up, this I'm, is... I'm not kidding. That's what Rose looked like in middle school. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rose doing... Junior, Rose Junior looked like a Fire Emblem character. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, doing I was more of a bit. Muppet, but I did have that haircut. <laughs> right. Doing this bit is something that. I don't know, is a rite of passage, I guess, for all these kind of mystery games is, or even just mystery stories in general, is to do a switcheroo. Oh, you thought this character, you know, presented as a boy, but actually they're a girl, you know, um, that kind of thing. Like, that always happens in these. And it's always kind of just a little eye-rolly, depending on how it's executed, right? I love a good (laughs) Shakespeare play. Like, listen. Right. My man did it right the first time, but... It was, it, it was just one of those things where, like, when I saw this character, I thought to myself, this character is very gendered, and then I just moved on. I never thought of, like, they were just like, oh, only um, fucking d- girls can be witches. And I'm, like, mm-hmm. looking at this character, and I'm like, there's a solid chance this character is a witch, if you know what I'm saying. Um, kind of unclear how old anime. she is, too. Like, <laughs> she's, she's, like, 14 or whatever. I just made that up. Yeah, it was, it was like, how old? Are you like I was at first? I was like, oh, cool, a twelve-year-old like butler probably wouldn't be a butler. By the way, you'd probably have like a footman or something. Like a what? Be real here. So like, yeah, a butler is like the head of the other servants. So if there's no other servants for you to like command, you're not really a butler. What, you're just what, a servant. What yeah. was the title that you just gave? A, a footman, footman or like uh? Is that real? I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's like a lower ranking. I read a lot of like Jane Austen, like okay. bullshit. Like I am. The only Austen I know is Texas. Um... Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, was, well, was, I've never been there. I gotta, I gotta say that. <laughs> I know it, but I know of it. I know of it. Uh, the point this being is, is this that this is like... where I reveal I'm deeply into classical literature and a huge asshole. Well, I believe in but... one of those things. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> just wanted to leave. <laughs> the silence. Uh-huh. We're all no waiting. <laughs> <laughs> We're waiting for the other half of the joke. I... <laughs> the classic literature fight. <laughs> <laughs> we know. We know. Uh, anyway, um, no, I just... The... The, the case was fine. The, the point being is that, like, as soon as they introduce this butler and they're supposed to be like, oh, yeah, this butler is a boy and therefore cannot be a witch, I'm just like, okay, you guys keep saying this and therefore I think it's not true. Right. I, uh, anyway, Maya and Phoenix go investigate an alchemist's home, which looks like a fucking Disney ass brewery in the fucking room or whatever. Yeah. Uh, there's a gold goat in the basement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's like relevant to the case. I mean, it's 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 you know setting the gold magic turning to gold magic up on the shelf, right? You know, yeah. so that you're like, as soon as you hear Layton's thing, uh, the prediction from the storyteller, like, oh man's gonna fall afoul of a golden curse, you know, then you're like, oh no, Phoenix is right there. He's right next to the gold goat. What if he touches it and turns to gold too? Kind of thing, right? Yeah. yeah, I was kind of wondering if he was just going to get, like, alchemized by, like, touching the wrong, like, bottle or whatever. 
<laughs> yeah, his his investigative uh, tendencies uh, are going to bite him in the ass finally kind of thing. Um, but uh, of course, going in and touching all the evidence with his grubby little hands. Yeah, but of course, yeah, it's that's not the case. Uh, and it is actually, you know, intended to lure Leighton out there so that they can uh, turn him into gold, quote unquote. He gets turned into a gold statue. And this is the exact moment where I think to myself. Yeah, all this is probably a Truman Show, because there's no way they're just going to kill off the protagonist in case fucking two. Uh, or case three, I guess. We can we can fix him. We can fix him. They, so he turns to the gold, his arm pops off because he falls off. And the wildest part is that, so what happens is that Luke and Layton take a horse to go to the alchemist's house. And Layton That was go- such a cute still. Oh my goodness. Layton <laughs> gets there faster because he's a better gentleman. And he rides horses better. Um, so Luke gets in there, but outside the fucking building are two random characters, like a bard and a teacher. And he goes, excuse me, everybody, I have to go into this building because someone's about to die. And of course, all the other fucking characters get involved. And, yeah. and that's how we have the, wit- the witnesses is because Luke r- misses teacher, bard- Birdly the bard. Mm-hmm. And some guy show up. <laughs> yep, some guy shows back up. When he was running through that animation, I thought to myself, God, fuck, not again. And, of course, it's a mirror. This guy's gonna be in every single court case. He's gotta be <laughs> someone's favorite puppet. Like, like someone on the staff <laughs> had to love this guy in order to keep bringing him back. I mean, listen, his name is Amir, and his new last name that he's given himself is punch and bog that's he did not give himself that that is his actual name i i refuse to believe that is not his birth name that he was born of <laughs> it's not his christian name he was well no i don't know if christianity exists in the um that's true Labyrinth these are era. heathen pagan muppets <laughs> that's sort of, that's his storyteller given name okay uh amir punch and bog yep uh so, and, we have- uh, so you know listen the shape of his head even <laughs> You know, and everything like it's just he's it's clear that he's here to show up, do something ridiculously stupid and everybody beats up on him. You know? Yeah. Every case. Uh, So Maya gets accused of being a witch because there's a fucking alchemist circle on the ground and a literal witch appears from it. And turns Professor Layton into gold. And then that witch disappears, and everyone opens up the room, and Maya's there, the staff falls on the ground, Professor Layton falls on the ground, and all the witnesses see this shit. And then Phoenix pops his head out of the trap door like a fucking Shakespeare character and goes, what's hell happening down here? <laughs> um, I, it's something that, like, kind of... So they really try to portray this thing as a locked room mystery, and I think the thing that gets me is that, like, was it really a locked room? Phoenix was in the basement. Is there not another secret entrance in here? Are we sure there's yeah, not another entrance? Someone, I mean, I guess there was no way out of the basement, but still, like, come on, guys. There was a well. There was a well. There was a well. Yeah, it's not the first time we would have seen a case where a well was involved as a means of transportation. Yep. Um, big brain. Well, just what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> yep. But that's not that's not the twist, right? For this, instead, it's the using the portal magic essentially that can only be paint used on the special portal painted walls. Yeah, 
They painted the wall with the portable portal portable paint from Portal Two. Yeah. Except it's green and not white. Why don't you just say Portal One? Because it didn't have the paint. Okay. I guess Portal Two <laughs> yeah. is the one that had the paint. Yeah, this is correct. I don't remember Portal One or Two that well. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. Those are good games. Uh, you know what? I... Let's, everybody, let's just stop right here and let's go replay Portal One and Two. We'll be back. Interlude. Bye bye. Go pick your best friend and go play Portal Two. Yeah, yeah everybody, everyone... pause the podcast and just just go play Portal. Just play both Portal. Do a speed run. Play a speed run of Portal oh, One and Two, and then come watching back. Watching people speed run Portal is wild. The fucking yeah. <laughs> hops you gotta do to fucking get to the right portal is crazy. Anyway, um, <laughs> Green what walls. a good game. So like, <laughs> yeah. The thing about game. a locked room mystery is that like they only have like one of three endings, and one of the endings you can get for a locked room mystery is simply the killer created an opening into the locked room, killed, but never actually entered the locked room. Uh, and that was kind of the case here. We we talked about it in the case in which that we had to investigate these four fucks. I'm going to kill that bard with my bare fucking hands. Oh, he's so much more annoying than the other Muppet bard. <laughs> the other Muppet bard has the decency to not show up in court. Yeah, um, this guy, oh, he looks fantastic. Love listeners. him. Yeah. Amazing. This is the guy, when people talk about, like, your typical like horny bard in your D party this is that guy um he just <laughs> sucks though he has his music also sucks like the loop that he plays it's for his so... music is nightmarish and i kept putting him in just to like play that loop and do animations i literally like lost time because i was button mashing so hard to get through everybody's text and animations that i would like select the wrong thing this happened to me multiple times in this case. <laughs> can, I'm not happy. Can you remember the teacher's name? I mean, unfortunately, no. I'm looking at a list of the, all the characters in this case right now. Okay. So I can. <laughs> uh, I straight up, I'm going to shot in the dark. Mrs. It starts with a C, right? No. Fuck. I got. I, I don't have. It's it. a pun. It's a pun name. Rose, what do you think? I don't remember <laughs> any of their names. Fire and water. What? No oh, fire prim, prim, and primstone. Primstone. Yes. Primstone. Like prim what and it? proper, but also like brimstone. Here's the I... thing. <laughs> Here's my thing. I thought she was gonna be the witch because it said Mrs. Brimstone, and that's too close to Brimstone. That's mm-hmm. why I thought she was. Maybe they did that on purpose. Maybe they did that on purpose. Uh, we had Mrs. Primstone, a Birdly the Bard. We had a mere puncher bag. When Luke showed up on that stand, I legit my game crashed. That's how stressed I was. <laughs> I oh my god, <laughs> See, very I was, funny. I went the opposite way. I was immediately like, "All right, Luke, time to die." <laughs> Look, sorry little guy you see you, me you've betrayed your friends yeah. no mercy no if you if you come up against me on the witness stand i'm killing you luke i luke i will kill you in court i, I will kill you in court <laughs> i will wring the stuffing out of your neck i swear to god i was like he does and he was so funny like when he did his little angry stomping it was so loud i was like <laughs> this like six-year-old is shaking this like Solid brick building. 
The thing about Luke that's very important to remember is that he's still, like, ten years old, and he was up all night crying because he lost his best friend, the Professor, and he blamed Maya for it, so he got wrapped up in all of it, and that's why he was very upset at Maya and was like, Mr. Wright, send Maya to those principal's office immediately! Yeah. I mean, like, a realistic- I want this twink obliterated! <laughs> realistic portrayal of a child. Like, I'll, I'll give him points for that. That's what a ten-year-old would do, and I'm still gonna yeah. kill him in court. Yeah, um, so we have to, like, go through all their testimony. Mrs. Primstone has nothing to offer because straight up what she saw was incorrect, but she'll never admit it. Um, yeah. her catchphrase is "Oh dearie, dearie me." Birdly, bird. no, her catchphrase is "Oh dearie, dearie me," and the bird copies it. Oh, right, right, right. Yes, yeah, sorry. yeah. <laughs> uh, Birdly the bard has a parrot named Cracker, and this is relevant. The case, mm-hmm. um, because Birdly has nothing of value to say at all. Like we never even straight up check his testimony to contradict it. Like he's literally just he there to sing sucks. songs. He sucks. I hate him. Uh, Amir Punchabag is dressed up all in gold and glamour. He's, uh, he's got fucking... He got his ride pimped out by Exhibit and is now covered in fucking gems and shit. Yeah. And this is the plot point as well. And I remember Phoenix going, what the fuck is happening over there? And fucking Zacharias Barnum is going, don't talk about him, please. <laughs> Literally, it is like, funny. do not call this man to the stand. And I'm kind of yeah. getting the impression that this guy is is in every court case. Yeah, maybe. And, and, <laughs> and that's Barnum's why, like, like, all of the other Muppets are shitting on him so hard. Because he always puts himself in the center of the witness yeah. stand. He always wants to, you know, be a witness all the time. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like Lana no, Hart. It's great. But, like, it's... drunker. <laughs> Drunk Lana Hart. It's kind of wild, because, like, at two separate instances, like, a fucking new Muppet from the stands has to come down and kick this dude's ass, too. Like, right. he's like, I didn't, I got this gold from nowhere, and then the fucking local merchant goes, Emir Pachabag, you stupid son of a bitch! You sold me a gold arm! <laughs> How was I, you know, he's like, you, I can't believe you sold me evidence in a murder mystery. Are you serious, Emir? <laughs> you bastard. Yeah, and he runs down there and testifies against Emir. So that you can find out that, yes, when Leighton's gold arm broke off, Emir saw it, picked it up, and immediately pawned it for as much gold as he could. <laughs> Literally, it's weight in gold. Uh, yeah. He just stole his arm. He didn't know it was an arm. He saw it pointing straight up as if it was a sign saying to move on to the future. Uh, I really thought hmm. this was going to be relevant to the court case that Leighton's arm was pointing at something, because I was like, is it pointing at a at a thing that we should know about? No, it just fell like that. Um, <laughs> but it turned out it falling was relevant, because a lot of shit, they go like, oh, Maya dropped the, the magic staff, and it was like, no, if she dropped it, Leighton's arm wouldn't be pointing straight up. And then he goes, well, maybe she dropped it after, and then we have to like establish a timeline for all this shit. And I think it's very yeah. interesting that we keep having magic court cases, but it keeps coming down to like, Alright, but we actually have to establish a time, motive, and event. Like, despite this being a wizard murder, we have well, to establish why. Also, what? I'm fucking sick of of Zack, because he keeps being like, I don't care what a witch's motive is. Uh, it, being, the witch, being a witch is the crime, and there's no need to establish motive. And then, like, literally two seconds later, he's like, um, yeah, but what's your motive for- what's, what's your motive? You have to prove a motive. And I'm like, I'm gonna kill you. 
Yeah, it, it's, I've, he's I've so had it with two-faced. these Fire Emblem characters. I've had it with these puppets. No, wait, no, it, leave it, the puppets It really alone. stood out because it, it happened like within three sentences of each other. Was yeah. that I think was that one um, where yeah he's like I don't need to prove a motive you do though it's you, just like the like epitome of all the you know that's Ace Attorney yeah that's fucking Ace Attorney at of least Miles pretends he needs a motive he'll make one up sometimes but like he acknowledges he that he needs one <laughs> like uh, the thing about other prosecutors is that they tend to have like a very shaky motive but like a motive nonetheless but like this is the one where Zacharias is straight up like. Witches don't need motives, they're evil, and then goes, hmm, but why, though? And, like, he goes on to say, like, witches confound and confuse the human mind with their evil magics, and then, in response, Luke goes, okay, let's investigate the parrot. And he goes, you can't just do that. I was like, yeah, but the parrot's not human. That's what you said, Zacharias Barnum. Come on, Barnum, (laughs) Barnum, Barnum, let's get the parrot out. The second I saw the parrot, I was like, oh boy, here we go, and I was right. <laughs> uh, so, like, the parrot gives us the most vital point of the fucking thing, which is the spell Goldor was not used, or at least was not heard by the parrot. The spell Godor, which is a portal spell, was heard, and therefore the wild fucking a spell is on the bench, he's going through the goddamn book being like, I found the spell! Godor lets you make a portal through green walls, and that's like the most specific magic we've had so far. Yeah, the one where it has to be made through green walls. I like that we're getting into like green screen the portal in. Yeah, like actual components here. Like you need (laughs) this to do this. This only works in a certain situation. I like everyone thinks. Oh yeah, the the both people were killed by a familiar because that's what the last case was used. And it's like, no, can you prove it, though? And he goes, I don't need to prove it. It was a magic spell. You proved that it wasn't. And it's like, <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Okay, fine, I guess. Whatever. Um, Super fucking funny that Layton is still on the bench with you. And as a the gold statue. Bits, the bits with Maya and Luke mo- or moving. Or Maya and, or not Maya and Luke. Espella, uh, Espella and Espella, Luke. Espella and Luke moving, yeah, Leighton's statue so that he points along with Phoenix. He does the twist point. Yeah, Absolutely it's so good. You see them just... down there with their little hats. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's perfect. The exact type of shit I want to be seeing. I, like, um, it's very good. I love it. Um, I just, I can't believe that, like, they put the gold back onto... They put the arm back onto Layton by having their expert craftsmen do it. And it's like, do they melt... Do they super? Do they melt the glue? Do they just use the new tears of the kingdom attack? I was literally asking the same question when we played it. I said, "How did they do that?" And they're like, "Oh, the master did it." And I'm just like, "Yeah, but did they like solder it back on? Did but like, how did they do that?" Uh, I mean, we, like oh. gold is re- solid gold, really heavy, but like super soft. Like, yeah, yeah. The fact that he didn't get like horribly dented falling is kind of crazy. No, he definitely has a soft spot, like, in several parts of his body yeah, now. Yeah, like, like he, he's damaged. He's gonna come back and be a human and be like, why is there a bunch of dents in me? He's, he's a, he's a, he's tempered, tempered chocolate, so he snaps really easily. Oh my god. Um, oh, poor professor. So we have to establish that, yeah, the familiar spell wasn't used, uh, and that this gem is a fake, and then they establish that there's a way to test if gems are real. 
and it's to put it in water. If it floats, it's magic. If it's not, it's if it doesn't float, it's fake. And yeah. I'm just like, all are there any? I actually had to sit to myself real in real life and ask myself, are there any minerals that can float in water? Because now I'm curious. I, are there, <laughs> I like and he mentions one too. He goes again, yeah, except for sopiolite, and I'm like, what? What the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah. I'm not very good at uh, uh, I mean like uh th- there's there's some rocks that can float because they have like lots of like porous air, air you know pockets. air pockets in them that kind of stuff like pumice and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if there's much beyond that but I thought it was uh, pumice. Pumice? Pumice pumice pumice? Yeah. Like a pumice pumice, stone? pumice is probably correct, right? Pumice. Stone. Pum- it's a pumice stone. One, one of those wor- words you you're... said it and I'm like somebody in the comments There's no gonna... there's yeah. no way to know and we'll never be able to find out. Curse of being a person who, a uh, kid who like reads a whole bunch of books but doesn't talk about them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ancient, ancient, ancient curse. Uh, Honestly, but, um, if you told me it was pumice and like if you stood by it, I would have believed you. I would have switched my opinion. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, like I said, there's absolutely no Just way say for confidently us to know the truth. Yeah, yeah, confidently right. enough, and it'll it'll be fine, right? <laughs> so yeah, so they they and. Since they prove that the one gem is fake, then uh, they're like, well, where could the real gem have gone? And you go, well, funnily enough, I know that there's somebody who had a gem on their outfit and now doesn't. My friend, Dean Grey Earl, the butler, the butler did it in this clue-ass mystery. The Fire Emblem. The Fire Emblem butler, who definitely has, like, stats. Um, Yep. So we have to accuse Dean Grayle of going onto the stand. At this point, we just get Primstone out of here. Primstone does not matter anymore. Her yep, testimony. Wish they completely... got rid of the bard instead. Well, you you can't forget that Amir Punchbag hires the bard to be his personal bard. So wherever right. Amir goes, <laughs> the bard also has. to I wish go. I could forget. <laughs> so this now is a the case of annoying witnesses, except for Luke. Luke can stay. <laughs> Luke is fine. Luke is the only one I won't kill in the stand right now. Uh, <laughs> so the new witness stand, essentially, Primestone gets switched out with Green Grey Earl, and then right. later there is another Muppet that gets introduced to the um, to the witness stand. And I actually really like her a lot. I like Mailer. I'm not gonna lie. I think she's really cute. Letty, Letty Mailer. Yeah, Letty Mailer. Oh boy. Do you not like her high pitched voice? No, I have um. <laughs> Some like audio sensory processing issues that I don't tend to talk about a lot, but oh my god, that he... scream was horrible. I mean, Phoenix also felt that if it made you feel any better. It, yeah. Everyone felt that. Nobody, nobody liked it. <laughs> I think yeah, they do, they do like the like the high pitched whine, like tinnitus whine, kind of after she does her, you know, uh, like when you get hit by a fucking stun grenade. Yeah, a half-life grenade goes off in your face, and uh, you get the high-pitched whine afterwards. And Phoenix is like, "Oh, my ears!" So yeah, they do they do play it up that she's got a very high-pitched voice when she yells out. <laughs> yeah, she yells like "Hi," and then does that. I'm not doing it super loud right now because it's rude for Rose's sake. For Rose's sake. Thank you. And mine. I'll, and I'll Death's die. sake. I, it it too bothered me i still really like her i think she's really cute um i think she's a cute design yeah visually uh and she's a friend the muppets look great the muppets look great um (laughs) they're just annoying sometimes we continue to 
dissed on Amir Punchabag literally almost this entire testimony as like we have to establish new stuff, which is like, all right, Dean Grail, are you a boy or a girl? And and their response is like, mm, but can you prove that I would do it though before I answer that? And then people are like, yeah, yeah, Phoenix, prove it. It's like we never give a shit about this before. Guess we'll give a <laughs> shit about it now. And then we do prove it, and then Jean Grail undoes their hair, and it's like this long, like, hair that she has, and I'm just like, this what- undoes her her long hair, and it's just long what hair. If, what if it was still short the whole time, though? Yeah, I really don't. Yeah, like, why does that matter? This long hair reveal was not necessary. No, I understand that, like, but but girls have long hair, though. Dude, I have long hair. <laughs> I'm, I'm I, I also have long hair. It's just fu- <laughs> so funny that it like hits all the like. Well, you know, you gotta have like a animation that shows a change from the character from boy mode to girl mode. Wait, so, I, I probably I, have the shortest hair. Des, I. Des, how short is your hair right now? Uh, my hair is longer than Ben's. Okay, I was about to say like I think I haven't I'm had my hair in like I need three a haircut years. real bad, but like I still probably have the shortest hair. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah, the, probably. The point being is that like that reveal I saw and went. This wasn't necessary, but also like, thank you for the visual indicator. I guess. Also, I never. I looked at this character and I thought to myself, this character could be whatever gender they wanted to be, so it didn't matter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's you know. I think I wonder if it's more just like a thing where they're just like it's like even though it's really cheesy and dopey, it's still like an indicator that this is after the events of telling a certain part of the story so you don't kind of get lost. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm sure. It's just they... like, a, like a game design thing. Oh, yeah, it's definitely more of like a visual indicator, right? You know, so mm-hmm. that you can go, okay, this is this point, this is... It's not inherently like, oh, it's a, it's a girl, they have long hair. It's more like, okay, she put her hair down, so now we've already told the story, so we're post-story as a visual indicator. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it was just weird. Uh, it's it, just yeah, it's just it just still falls into all the tropes, right? Yeah, yes, ex- no, it, it does. It still yes. falls into it, all but, like, the exact tropes, right? Yeah, I I would have appreciated it more if this game would establish. Maybe I'm I think I'm giving them too much credit. I take it back. I just think that like <laughs> it would have been interesting if they established the fact that like um males could be witches too, because if they did that, that means that I would not automatically assume that every female witness on the stat. Uh, stage is a witch you know what i mean like i think think we're right in saying that women do witchcraft and men just do alchemy and it's okay i think that's i think that's probably where we're at here that's always how it's been yeah (laughs) that's usually how it goes anyways i just i think it would have been sweet though if we somehow managed to accuse birdly the bard of being a witch and get him (laughs) killed just for being annoying yeah (laughs) oh uh treading new ground <laughs> treading new ground killing bards um so we have to establish way more stuff yada yada uh jean grail did it because uh she had means motive well motive quote unquote she had means and opportunity which was she was in the other room where they could put a portal through um the staff fell after the incident occurred which means that uh Professor Layton's arm would not have been sticking straight up for Amir to steal. And then you have to connect it to the same murder from three months ago. And that's the moment right. where I'm just like, you can't just fucking connect two murders together if they're in the same location. They're connecting the dots. I, but like, what dots? 
Exactly. <laughs> they didn't connect shit. They're no, they connected them. Oh my god. Um, I mean, it's it's really just the green wall. The fact yeah. that the green wall was still there three months ago. That's kind of the main thing going on there. Real talk. Um, as s- as a murderer, I would have repainted my wall. Yeah. Yeah. But you never know when you need another portal. Rookie mistake. mistake. I mean, she kind of just goes like, well, I'm going to be caught, and that's okay, because I am a murderer, and I, like, killed my father figure, so... Right. You know, I guess I'll just get caught and die, and then she just doesn't get caught. (laughs) Right. Literally ripped to her, but I'm different. But, like, you know, I I simply would not get caught. Um, Yeah. So, like... We have to establish her sad backstory in which that, like, oh, yeah, I'm a little, um, the reason I killed, uh, my father figure, the alchemist, is because he saw a very scary event, which was a lightning bolt hit a random point in the air, and then a bell tower magically appeared out of the flames. Now, why is this not part of, like, the case? Why... Why is this magical event not the fucking setting place for this murder mystery? That's so bizarre. Why are we not talking about this bell tower thing? Why is that? Sure we can't go there yet. Later. That's the next yeah. area. Chekhov's a lightning appearing bell tower. Like we, the alchemist sees this and goes, "I will now kill myself." Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I basically, bet, I bet there's some like wild prophecy that we're gonna have to uncover in the next. Well, uh, um, yeah, I have some predictions for sure. But... Oh yeah, mad mad theory crafting happening right now because of this bell tower. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just wild to me that this bell tower is like not a huge factor in this case, despite it being the most obviously magical shit possible. Right. Uh, I thought it was. Gonna... Yeah. Oh, the storyteller put it there. We don't ask questions. Oh god, the storyteller. Uh, I thought that it was. This was going to like make a play setting for the idea of like invisibility magic because we sort of already had invisibility magic and also fire magic so i was mm-hmm. like oh maybe the other two spells will be relevant in this case as well nope not at all uh, the bell tower happened the only the bell tower only exists to be a reason why the alchemist uh chooses a way out essentially and it's like right okay i guess i mean dude i should we just move i guess we moved on I'm, yeah. I'm hung up on the bell tower. It's, it's I'm, gonna be the next they, case, for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm not over the bell tower, but apparently everyone in Muppet Court is over the bell tower. Oh, well, <laughs> yes, the, to them it's not very exciting, because magic just happens, you know? That was the most magical shit I saw in my entire life! Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I someone, mean... Someone Chris angel the bell tower into the fucking square! <laughs> what oh, do you yeah, mean? Chris angel. <laughs> No, I'm saying it's weird. I think the Muppets are like, oh, this is crazy, but that must be just, just magic. Sometimes. The, the Muppet slash Fire Emblem Court it does not view yeah. this as necessary. They're um, investigating it, but they they seem they don't seem like super bothered. I was really hoping that the Alchemist was going to spend his time researching a way to turn something from gold back into its original form, so that way we have an artifice for why Leighton comes back. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. that doesn't seem the case. Um, well, Jean is like, oh, I'm I'm looking for a way, but the uh, Inquisition took all of me and my master's, like, alchemy supplies and all of our notes and, like, shit, and they haven't given it back. So. Also, also, Amir took some shit, too. 
Also, Amir is just <laughs> stealing anything he can get his hands on. Amir yeah, stole I mean... a funny-looking bottle with a skull and crossbones on it that he's been drinking out of this entire court case. And all of us go, hey, Amir, what's up with that jar? And he goes, nothing. And <laughs> fucking Gene Girls, did you just steal poison from the fucking care case? And he goes, well, there's no poison in it. It was just an empty jar. It reminds then... me, <laughs> reminds me of in um, my my favorite uh, Terry Pratchett book, uh, or Terry Pratchett series, the uh, Tiffany Aching uh, trilogy. Quart- I don't know how many there ended up being. Um, there's those funny little guys, and they steal some poison and are drinking it because they think the skull means it's really strong. Oh yeah. my god! Um, <laughs> that was literally that was the whole time. That's all I was thinking of. Was Amir Podrabak stealing and drinking poison? Yeah, I was like, oh, he thought the skull meant it was strong. I've seen this bit before. I really thought he was going to die on the stand. Yeah, me too. (laughs) I really thought that... He he has one line where he's like, good thing I washed it out really good before I started using it to drink out of. It's like, okay, well... I don't think he's actually smart enough for that, but... I know. (laughs) I was going to say, that doesn't sound like you, Amir. So yeah, we have... How do you know? We've only done it for two court cases. <laughs> I feel like I've known it my entire life, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> But yeah, so like, Jean, the whole reason that she wanted to even kill her alchemist father figure in the first place was because she thought he was going to turn her over to the storyteller and expose her as a witch. Yeah. Uh, and that's because she caught a few glimpses of a letter he was writing in which he said something like, I have to expose everything and reveal the truth. And, but she never read the whole letter. And in fact, after she strangles him, which granted, of course, then we realize he was already dead at the time, which is why he didn't fight back against the strangling. So, you know, don't worry about it. Uh, And she grabs this letter, but then never burns it, never reads it, never does anything with it, just keeps it on her as a memento. That is... And then everybody's like, so why didn't you um, read it? She's like, I don't know. I couldn't bear the facts. Like, what if we... <laughs> so here's, here's another thing. And so they like, read it in court. <laughs> they read the letter in court, and it's like the status shit, because like, it actually has nothing to do with uh, Gene at all. Like, it's straight up like, I'm killing myself for my own reasons, and also because I'm hiding a secret that only me and the storyteller, my personal friend, knows. And it's like, wait, your personal friend's the storyteller? That's... Seems like we should talk about that, but I guess we never will. Um, So, here's here's another thing about this court case that kind of stuck out to me, was the fact that, like, in one of the court sketches, we see a a trail of red liquid um, coming out of his mouth, the victim's mouth, and it Mm -hmm. said that that was because he bit his tongue during the strangulation. I thought for a split second what was going to happen is that when you take the poison, it causes you to grind your teeth. Because when Amir took the poison as well, well, the soporific, to be clear, mm-hmm. um, he also took a soporific. Because for some reason, Amir is just all up in this fucking case. Listen, if you just are in an alchemist's office, what you should do is grab the nearest bottle and drink it and see what happens. It, it, luckily, it was tomato juice, but who knows? Um... <laughs> tomato juice with a sleeping potion in it. He didn't know there was yeah, a potion Gene, in it. Gene brings the alchemist a full uncorked bottle of tomato, or corked, excuse me, full tomato corked juice. bottle of tomato juice every night. 
every night a full like it's liter not, and a half of tomato juice. It's not have tomato you ever juice. had? Have you ever had the the fucking V eight fruit juice? Shit's good. I drink a whole bottle of that every night. Oh my god! Wait, have you drank the sh- a whole bottle of that, Des? I would if I could, but we, I can't. We gotta see. We gotta get you a V eight. I'm curious about this. Oh, what the? Uh, obviously, coffee is the only beverage that oh. I care about. So Amir finds this uh, this corked bottle of fucking tomato juice and says, "I know, I'll drink it." He drinks it and then goes to bed immediately. Yeah. Um, and he says while he was going to bed, "Yeah, I was grinding my teeth a lot. I thought what was going to happen was that when you take the soporific, if you take too much of it, it might accidentally cause you to grind your teeth, which was going to kill the fucking alchemist because he cut his own tooth off, his tongue off, and bled to death." And I thought that was going to be the murder resolution, was that, like, oh, that's how he actually died. It wasn't strangulation, it was choking on his own blood because he fucking bit his own tongue off. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was not the- That feels a little too violent. Yeah, because, you know, we've never had two violent cases in Ace Attorney. <laughs> we've never had a, a horrible image of a fucking hanging showed to us every 30 seconds during a court case. Yeah, yeah. right. Um... <laughs> Oh man! Also, we burned people alive in this one. We, yeah, I think we, they're fine about it. I think you, they're fine, actually. Do you think? Genuine question: Do you think the people who die as a result of magic or some shit like that are they going to come back too? Is this alchemist be- guy going to come back, or is he just like dead, dead for real, for real? Um. So he's the anime, like, per- he's an anime person. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I mean, I think, I think that, because he just straight up poisoned himself. There was no magic. Yeah, he poisoned himself. Like he drank poison and died. So yeah, he... I'm not sure about that. But you think he's done? I, I, I don't know for sure. There I was think... a body. There is a body. I, yeah. I mean, whereas I, if, if I drink... understand your thought process here correctly right anybody who goes into the fire pit well you're not seeing them afterwards so who knows what's happening i think if you're on if you're being truman showed and you drink real poison you will still die (laughs) yeah they haven't gotten all the rid of all the poison on the truman show set (laughs) I, i think if you if you get like you know thrown into a pit and a bunch of sparklers shoot up and no one ever sees you again you might not die But if you drink real poison... (laughs) What about Rob's and Mugs? They were burned. I never saw those bodies. True. Well, technically, I'm just saying that Layton does have a a corpse right now. It just happens to be made out of gold. (laughs) Yeah. Right. We can fix him, though. (laughs) He can get better. I think it is not ridiculous to say that, like, I even think the corpses are fake. You know what I mean? Because it's not like we did a real autopsy on them. It's not like I cut them open and saw their fucking blooded organs. How do we know that's a real corpse? I mean, medieval people would love love chopping up a dead bodies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. They're all about that. They're, oh, you know, we don't, we can't do it because, um, you know, your your body's got to be whole for uh the second coming of Jesus. But then they're all doing it anyways they're super into it so just saying i'm just thinking it's not unreasonable to think that the corpse that was left behind by the alchemist is a fake mm-hmm. uh, i definitely think that there's some weird west world shit happening here because i we can't just kill the professor off that's crazy uh, no, no, i don't no, know the what you're talking about gonna be fine layton and maya are both totally dead dead for real mm. 
For real, for real. Forever. We can we can fix Layton. Uh, Maya's gonna break I out mean, of the pit. How do you explain Jean's uh, tragic backstory? Where we get this like rug pull for her because when she talks about her tragic backstory, she's like, "Oh yeah, my parents gave me. You know, I ran away from home from my parents because when I was a kid and I was a little kid, which I turned my best friend into gold by accident." And they're like, you turned your best friend into gold? And she's like, yeah, it was so fucked up. And they're like, wow, that is pretty messed up. She's like, yeah, my best friend, a goat named Margaret. God, Margaret. You I think mean, Margaret's it's, just still, like, it's oh. still sad. Like, kids I know, can have a pet be their best friend. It, it, no, it is. It is still sad. It's just funny because the game treats it as like this, oh, well, that's not as serious as what it actually... You, you didn't turn a person into gold. You just turned a goat into gold. And that's the goat we see down there in the yeah, basement. Listen, presumably. when you're six, there really isn't a difference. Here's, exactly. What I'm, do you think the goat's, like, also in on it? Like, do you think the goat knows it's a Truman Show? <laughs> <laughs> I'm goat, not... Much like Poison, the goat doesn't understand the Truman Show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering who's in on it and who isn't, right? Like, I, I think... think the... The alchemist the, was in on it, and maybe that's why he killed himself. The storyteller's definitely in on it because he's God, and they literally say um, it's so weird to say to see Luke and Lane say the word God. That is, yeah, that's. I feel like it should be like <laughs> set, abbreviated or like censored or something. <laughs> but just when they say it, though, I don't like that uh, Leighton and Luke are aware of a higher power. <laughs> um, I, I think what you're saying. I think yes. Miss Darklaw is is aware of the Truman showing because yeah. she was in the outside world. She has been outside of the yeah. film set. Um right. Zach doesn't know. Also we straight up see like um as Espella go into like a hallucination mode for a little bit during this court case. Like while we're in the investigation phase her eyes go like blank for a little bit and is like fucking And she hallucinates fire again. Yeah. Um, here's the my prediction. Okay. So the story is so, not the storyteller, the alchemist. Yeah. The fuck his name is. He writes and he's like, I have two regrets. One of them is that I'll leave Jean alone. She doesn't deserve this, you know. She's yeah. she only used magic once in her life, and she she'll definitely never do it again. Um, and the other one is my daughter, who doesn't even know about me or whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay, so that's uh. That's Spella, right? Like, you think Spella is? I the think Spella is the alchemist's daughter, and, and not the... the storyteller. Yeah, that's what I think. Now I maybe mean... she is the witch. Who the fuck knows? It doesn't matter, does it? It's the Truman <laughs> Show. I, I think that it's not unreasonable to think that uh, Spella is actually the daughter of the alchemist. My thing is this right is that like once we're all said and done with like proving that um yeah spell is a wish but she didn't really kill the alchemist the alchemist killed himself and also she didn't turn late into gold because there was another witness another witch there and therefore it was not maya like the the judge even goes on to say like uh defender you already proved that maya wasn't the witch so therefore you don't have to continue proving the truth and he goes no but i want to see this through um (laughs) and you see it through right and you find out that like yeah there's another witch Yada yada. Dean Grail doesn't have a reason to lie about that. Zacharias Barnum goes, All right, sounds good to me. Uh it's time to dip the witch. Like, let's go, Gene. <laughs> and um Into the queso. Into the queso you go. Um 
And here's here's the part that fucks me up, right? Is that Espella goes, No, I'll go in her place. And I'm like, real talk? Jean Grail is a murderer who tried to friend who tried to frame my friend Maya. Well, she I, didn't actually murder him. To be fair, <laughs> she didn't actually murder him, but she had the intent. Yeah. I don't He's honestly already dead. Yeah. she probably she might not even have actually murdered him if he wasn't already dead. Like she just kind of grabbed him and shook him around a little bit. Like yeah. through a wall. She- like you cannot get the leverage <laughs> as like a 14-year-old child. Well, technically regular <laughs> grown man. If her plan worked properly, he would have been knocked out. So he would she would have been smothering a man to death. And I'm I, just saying, you know. I don't know if a 14-year-old has the strength it takes, to it takes a an lot, adult who a could simply just push the child away. The adult would have been under the influence at this point. Yeah. The, the adult still, would have been knocked the fuck out. <laughs> I still think I there's, might. like, a medium chance she would not have actually killed him. Even if he was unconscious. True. She probably would, like, but, you know. But yeah, she did try to frame Maya still. She, she tried to frame try Maya. To frame Maya. 100%. She didn't, she didn't even try to frame Maya. She tried to frame the other witch, and Maya w- got blamed. Right. The like, point she now, says, yeah, I thought, oh, point... another witch, I'm saved. I'll blame her. Right. Now, I don't think she should go into the case, though, because of that, but... I, personally speaking, I would not put myself in her spot. You know what I mean? Like, could not be hmm. me. If Estella, I was watching... Estella, Estella's a better person than I. In... In the spot of every other teenage girl that does something weird for the rest of forever. <laughs> well, actually, more like teenage girl does something completely normal, but is never taught that it's normal, so they think it's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I'm therefore not the girl's fault, but what I'm saying it, anyway. is simply this: I would not have done the whole like, oh, let me go. I'll go in her place. You know, I would not have pulled a Katniss Everdeen and go. I'll go. I volunteer. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm not volunteering for Jean. But Espella is a better person than I am, so that happens. And then Maya decides to fucking pull a prison break at this exact moment. Yep. I and didn't Ma- think Maya was going to stand for that. The second she did, I was like, mm-mm. Maya, no. Ma- I, I think it's funny that Maya goes, all right, I'm not going to pull a prison break for Jean, but as soon as it's Espella, it's like, oh shit, we got to fucking get her out of there. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. And um, of course this goes very poorly because it's an anime cutscene now. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, she goes into the funny Iron Maiden, and then she goes into the funny fire, and then she does a funny scream, and then she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> she's, Phoenix watches Maya gets burned alive! And, that's, and yeah, that's the, the guards are, the like, podcast, holding folks. Phoenix back. <laughs> yeah, like, they're holding Phoenix back, and he's going, like, no! You know, it's, like, super dramatic music playing. It's like, Maya, no! She gets burned up. Uh, while this is happening, Luke legit just like pops out some like vents and like is removing <laughs> right. panels from the wall and like getting a spell. Like, like, it's like I found this secret passageway. Come on, let's go. Yeah, like he's go. He's good. How are they gonna fit the professor through the? It's Don't fine. Worry about it. It's probably Here's- fine. Also, now what's gonna stop them from immediately also throwing uh Jean into the 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 cheese like? She's going in also immediately afterwards. Nothing was gained. Oh yeah, you're right. There's yeah. no reason not to burn Jean now, huh? If 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 they had also shown her escaping through Luke's little like cubby hole, I would be perfectly happy. Do you think the reason Luke was able to find this little cubby hole is because like a mouse told him? 
Absolutely. I like that he talks to animals. I think it's extremely cute. Dude, I want you to know that after playing, like, three fucking, uh, like, I've played, I think, four or five at this point. Uh, every time I see Luke talk to an animal, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, animal friend. Um, it's always nice when he talks to a new animal friend, because I'm like, ooh, a new little guy. A little guy for the team. Um... Mm. There's, uh, in the third game, Unwound Future, he talks to, like, this rabbit that's, like, an ex- escaped experiment rabbit, and he's like, yeah, I'm number eight, I smoke cigars. And Luke's like, <laughs> hi, little sir, how's it going? And he goes, don't fucking talk to me. <laughs> Luke and Watership down, just like, hey! Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love it. PTSD rabbit movie. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so now confirmed survivors of the group are Phoenix and Luke, which is the new team-up. Oh, and Aspella, yeah. I guess. Aspella is also here. Uh, but it's not like she can show her face in court ever again, because if she does, she'll get killed. And yeah. it's not like... Can Phoenix still show his face in court? Because he did try to fight a guard. But also, like... He, didn't he did really... a pretty solid job of it, too. He he actually went at that fucking guard, too. He had no... Com- I can't believe Phoenix has no combat experience. That's great. We gotta train this dude to fight. <laughs> His head is like... You gonna send Phoenix to Nam or something? Why are we talking like this? He cannot get a concussion. His head is indestructible. The only he... thing that can harm him is a fire extinguisher. I'm just... no fire it doesn't even harm him. It doesn't even harm him in a way that matters. <laughs> it's his Achilles heel is a fire extinguisher. I yeah. just think that Phoenix gets himself caught up in way too, mur- too many murder mysteries to not know basic self-defense. Like, he literally got tased at the end Have of the first Have you seen game. him in MVC3? I... Yes, but even then, Maya's there to defend him. Yeah, she she does some of the. She's the one who pulls out the gun. Exactly. So we got. Yeah, we gotta get Phoenix a gun. Oh, <laughs> Phoenix yeah. with a Glock. It's Japanifornia. It's really hard to get a gun. That's when Ace Attorney yeah. really starts. Uh, that's so Grand Theft Auto Attorney. Um, yeah. So like we were, we end this case on a cliffhanger, which is Maya's dipped, Layton's gold, Espella escaped. Luton's in a cubby hole, uh, Luke's in a cubby hole, and Phoenix is now arrested by the guards. And that's where we left off. And I'm so stressed right now. Yeah. My, it's it's, it's a dark very time. very traumatic happen again. I, I can't believe all this shit's happening. And... He watched both of the Faye sisters die. Well, he didn't watch, he didn't watch Mia die, but... Maya's okay. watched both of the Faye sisters die. True! <laughs> 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 My... <Yep. laughs> I imagine here's what, here's what I imagine. The Fey bloodline ends here. More successful Pearl? than Morgan Le Fay ever was. <laughs> Morgan Le Fay should have just some gone random Ren Fair assholes. Morgan Le Fay should have just gone to Europe. She would have got a fucking handle. Oh, Pearl and and um, little Luke team up when. Dude, that'd be oh, yeah. she would kill him. He he disrespected Mystic Maya. He would be dead. Pearl. <laughs> she would have just leapt over the stand and just strangled all those Muppets. She would suplex them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Pearl would have run across the athlete. pond from Japanifornia to Europe, just running sp- straight through the ocean. <laughs> yeah, we, that's what we said on the when we were recording the video, like a fucking lizard. Exactly. <laughs> oh, she would have solved yeah. this long ago. Oh my god, I actually just want, now I legit just want, like, Luke, Maya, and Pearl hangout time. Just, like, yeah. <laughs> this <is about> getting <laughs> burgers or some shit. Watch the children do what children do. Uh, cause may- mayhem. Cause, no, Luke it would never cause mayhem on purpose. He's a good little, he tries to be a gentleman. 
And he always tries to be nice to the ladies, because that's what a... He'll cause mayhem if it helps somebody out. I'm trying to think of if he ever caused mayhem in any of the previous games. And I guess... He caused mayhem here. He didn't cause mayhem. By testifying. Like, testifying is mayhem? I mean, this is the way he was testifying. Some guy caused pandemonium. like that. (laughs) It's because he was wrapped um, up. Yeah. So, I guess... It sounded like there were some predictions still in the chamber, or did you get them all out? Uh, I like to think that when they get dipped into the nacho cheese dip, there's actually just like a waiting room down there. I'd be like, congratulations, I hope you enjoyed the ride. And then... Uh, <laughs> Make a little picture. Like a little picture of you getting dipped. This is the picture of you getting lowered into the lava. <laughs> exactly. You screaming in terror, like, yay! Yay! And then like, uh, fucking... And then it costs $30 to get one picture printed on a keychain. Kira's down there, too. She's actually like an employee. The alchemist is down there. Uh, any dead person. Yeah, they're all just wearing like t-shirts and jeans now. <laughs> yeah, like the alchemist has a t-shirt that says I killed myself. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's, that's actually a little too dark. <laughs> um, uh, fuck you. Uh, yeah, no, I, I I like to think that this is all one big amusement ride, which is funnier in my head, but I'm pretty sure that's not going to be the case. It's like the worst amusement park ever created. <laughs> no. Jurassic Park gone wrong. Jurassic Park gone wrong. Wait, the you're telling even me Jurassic Park went Jur- right? Yeah, Jurassic Park did go wrong, actually. Yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> Jurassic Park gone even more wrong. Uh, so yeah, Rose, did you have any leftover predictions yet? Um, Aside from your storyteller uh, or alchemist? Yeah, one? alchemist is. I'm guessing alchemist is uh, what's her name? The spell is real father. Um, I, I believe that. I'm still fine with uh, uh, Ms. Darklaw as the cat theory. I think mm-hmm. that's okay. I, I'm yeah. not as 100% on it, but I think that that's um, I think that that's seems possible. like something that would happen. Yeah, um, and- the nacho cheese dip is definitely not real, and all those Muppets and anime girls are fine. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I think that's probably it. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna investigate the spontaneously appearing bell tower in the right. next. We gotta talk about the mysterious bell tower, gang. It is so scary. Like, how, we why have to? We can't just bring that up and be like, "Oh, by the way, let's go to the house now." <laughs> it fucks me up for real, for real. All right. Well, then I think that'll wrap it up for this week. Then for these two chapters, what a so, week! Thank you. Yeah, thank you everybody for listening. Um, you can follow the show on Twitter at Ace Attorney Pod, on co-host at Ace Attorney, or on our website, updatedautopsy.report. You can also follow our YouTube, which has the latest streams, or latest YouTube uploads, excuse me, of Desi and I playing through the game. You can follow me on pretty much all social media at Yotsuben. Desi, where can people find you? Um, right now, only on Twitter. At yes, this is death. And Tiago, you can find me at Tiago Estutra on social media. And Rose, uh, you can find me at Rose Nonsense in various locations. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that you will rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. Uh, next episode, we'll be doing a slightly larger chunk. We will be doing chapters five, six, and seven of Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright. Wait, for real, for real? See you next time. For real, for real. Oh, dear. Bye. Bye. Bye.
I'm starting this case tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>